Welcome to Truman's Matrix. A podcast built around the craziest headlines around the world. A production of Digging Deeper Media, owned by Hale Multimedia. Where you don't know who's watching who, or who's controlling you. All right, we're ready for Truman's Matrix, and what we're doing here is we are digging into the craziest headlines from around the world. So we are going to take a look at some of the... I put an article together, so let's take a look at that. Okay. What we're trying to do is figure out which one of these conspiracy theories are actually conspiracy theories, because we're having a hard time figuring out what it is. In this episode, we're going to explore several major conspiracy theories that have been actually proven to be true. Hmm. So mRNA technology has been proven to be safe and effective. <laughs> hmm. Child sex trafficking does not exist in the U.S. Okay, whatever. There's no pedophile cabal ring in D.C. Hmm. Nobody is shooting deadly lasers from space and burning cars out. Oh, you think? No. I just look. And there's so much more here. We're going to... These conspiracy theorists are... They're just nuts. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're <laughs> yeah. loony tunes if they think those things are happening. Uh, <clears throat> so, let's take a look at our Twitter feed and see what has come across lately. These are the things that I had to retweet. For those of you who don't know this, Twitter is actually the news there. Is typically one to two days sooner than any place else. So if you really want to know what's going on, follow our podcast or get a Twitter account, and we're actually going to start talking on there live and have chats and stuff like that. So nice. if you really want to get involved in our program, then just get your Twitter account going, fired up on all cylinders. And yes, it's called X now. So get your X going. <laughs> so anyway, this is the first one I want to talk about. And the Illumin Illuminabot. Illuminabot posted here or tweeted or whatever you want to call it now xed it <laughs> the truth is you have some crazy conspiracy theory friends trying harder to save your life than any medical professional or government entity ever has true statement ouch true okay. true so statement you got truth on that one how about this one <clears throat> died suddenly on twitter we cover them a lot posted a warning here, do not listen to this man. In 2008, Dr. Anthony Fauci co-authored a paper about the Spanish flu epidemic that rates as the most devastating modern pandemic, killed over two million people. It swept the entire planet in the wake of the First World War and caused millions of deaths. So in studying this major and actual pandemic, what did Dr. Fauci and his colleagues find? They discovered that most of the victims of the Spanish flu didn't die from the Spanish flu. They died from bacterial pneumonia. And the bacterial pneumonia was caused by... Wait, wait for it. What do you think it says? Masks. Yes. Bacteria from the masks. Yep. Okay. Another true statement? Okay. Well, here's, here's something. If you don't know anything about Henry Kissinger, for all of the old folks out there, and I'm sorry to say it this way, but we're the old folks, so, <laughs> you know, for all the folks that remember Henry Kissinger as one of the newer candidates in Congress back in 1950, uh, 
whatever, wherever he was in the State Department. Um, this guy has been around since before somebody's parents, all right, that are listening. I'm serious. Yep. This guy yep. is so old. But guess what? Kissinger is still on a governmental committee. It's just still, crazy. Still, he still advises the president. These okay? octogenarians really... Octogenarians, 80-year-olds. Yes. I'm impressed. They, they they need to be octogenarians. Out. Ah, uh, where'd you get that? You got to tell me now. It just came to me. That was really good. Well, let's just see what Kissinger, <laughs> what came to Kissinger. I think here. he's older than eighty, actually. But oh yeah, he's a hundred. I think no, anyway. <laughs> so a Kissinger quote from a speech to the WHO Council on Eugenics mm. on February twenty fifth, two thousand nine, says quote: Once the herd accepts mandatory vaccination. It's game over. They will accept anything. Forcible blood or organ donation for the greater good. You know, actually, before I continue, we have this video, and we should play it for you someday, but we don't have it pulled up right now. Right. I saw him say this. Yes. We can genetically modify children and sterilize them for the greater good. Yep. Control sheep, mines, and you control the herd. Vaccine makers stand to make Billions. Of course they do. And many of you in this room are investors. It's mm-hmm. a big win-win. We thin out the herd. Oh my gosh. Okay, so anyway, we want to listen to these health officials, these people that are talking, especially like this lady man from man lady from man lady lady man from America. <laughs> I don't know what she is. It's a he, she, they, that. It would bunch of crap if you ask me. Yeah. And then this other lady from Bel- uh, Can I call her a lady? She's yeah, wearing a necklace. I think she so is. A, we'll uh, call her a yeah. lady since she's wearing a necklace. Oh, Oops. get back. Go. Go back. Go back. Go back. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, ouch. There we are. So this lady from Belgium, she blew her screen up here. <laughs> <laughs> and then this uh, this big guy from Britain, Britain, I think, right? I don't know. And uh, this other... Who knows? Who knows where these people are from? But these are the public health officials. you got to trust them. Go ahead and scroll up, please. Or down, or however you want to call it. Ah! This is that monkey that's in the White House or in the State Department, wherever. She says, he says, she says, he says, I'm an expert on mental health and food disorders. <laughs> yeah, I can see. Mm-hmm. Uh, says the obese man who thinks he's a woman. <laughs> exactly. So here we are from Epstein Street. We got a good one here. We're going to listen to this one. Next time someone tells you, remember, we're trying to figure out the, the most radical nonsense, unbelievable conspiracy theories. And one of them is this adrenochrome thing. Yeah. Right? It just, it's, it's hard to fathom. It is. It's, 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 it doesn't make sense on the surface. But there's one thing that I finally figured out tonight that it's not, that it finally puts it together for me. Mm-hmm. When I was watching this video again, I think this is pretty important here. Okay. Um, let's watch it first. Okay. okay? And after we watch it, then I want you to, uh, I'm going to make a comment. Okay. Let me say that although pedophilia, which says child love, has nothing to do with the abuse of children, uh, these children are not just kidnapped and in some cases bred by families as a cash crop. We have people in the United States of America that breed children in order to sell them. And when they are sold, they come without birth certificates, which means it's easier to kill them and have no one ask where they are. We're also importing children by the plane load. Again, children who have no documentation. 
It's not just child slavery or child sex abuse. It's also child torture because you have adrenalized blood. You, you have the, the whole blood drinking ceremony of the satanic world. It's also the uh, use of children for harvesting body organs. That's exactly what I wanted to talk about there. So let me just break that down. First of all, that was a CIA, former CIA director that knew. He was in the know of this. Just David like, Allen Steele. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Andy. Mm-hmm. And then you also informed me that he died last year. Yes, I think a year to maybe a year, six months ago, okay. um, he, COVID got him. Wow. COVID. You know, nobody dies from COVID. Well, but everybody I, I, think, I think he was targeted. Okay, so this is really sad, sad, deep stuff here. We're trying to keep it light, but it's so heavy tonight. When I was watching this video, it finally dawned on me that something that a friend had brought to us about four years ago, he said, he said this crazy thing. He said, <clears throat> he said, there's a video of Hillary Clinton drinking blood. And ripping a child's face off. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, that's a, wow. Whoa, that's wow, wow, wow. Number two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Okay, but that's not, okay. Let's cover part one first. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. You always go deeper than me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Okay, before we get to the fi- face ripping part. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, I want to just talk about the satanic cult practice. It's no question, there is no doubt, there are... There's no discrepancy or conspiracy about the fact that satanic worshipers drink blood, right? Right. And actually, the age old, age old, and other um, uh, sects of society, mm-hmm. other, um, well, it's, let me just say it flat out. I know that that's a an old Native American custom in some tribes. Okay. I believe Apache and possibly Lakota, but don't quote me. Drinking blood after a kill cleanses the soul or reaches the gods or something. It's kind of their belief. We'll dig into that. I'll have a special episode on the practice of blood drinking. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll have that specifically. That will be a really ugly episode. We'll have to... But it but, goes back all the way to Nephilim. Yes. I all, mean, all times. the way back. Yes. And there is a reason that the Jews were told that they could not eat meat that still had blood in it. That's why yes. you have to drain, drain the blood. Yes. It's because in Baal worship, that is one of the main components. components. Absolutely. We just learned that. And actually, I've heard that before, but great point there. Let's go and get past this one. This is um, the, the adrenochrome thing is real. It's not uh, fake. People drink blood. And if if you can just... You can believe the fact that people drink blood, and you can believe that it's a satanic cult. So can you believe that some people are satanic? Okay, if you can believe some people are satanic and do that, then can you believe that a person that is a famous person might be a satanic worshiper? Is that a possibility? It is possible. That's not out of the realm of possibility. It's possible that Hillary Clinton is part of a satanic cult. That is is very possible. And 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 have you seen her face sometimes? Oh, I don't try not to. Yeah, it's frightening. I try really not, really hard not to. I mean, she kind of can give those ugly looks. 
Oh, well. Mm. And another thing is there's no break for the bushes because they were in a satanic type of cult. You know, those skull and bones. The skull and bones. Yeah, heck yeah. So this is all a bunch of garbage. And Russell Brand is going to tell us about it right now because he's fired up. And I'm just telling you right now, I'm getting a little loud here, that, that we live in corruption. And every time there is a disaster or a fire, you bet the rich are going to benefit. And Russell Brand is here to tell us about that. Let's they started listen this fire. They started it with a laser from space. And whether it's true or not, it not only feels true, in terms of its results, it is kind of true. There is a conspiracy to keep you poor and to benefit rich elites. But it's just, it's everywhere. It's almost like water to a fish. It's not a conspiracy, it's just the environment you live in. You live in corruption. Every time there's a disaster or fire, you bet it's going to benefit elites. You bet the poorest people are going to suffer more. Every time there's a pandemic, you bet they're going to control you more and rich interests are going to benefit from it. We might not find a smoking gun or a beaming laser, but you can be sure that BlackRock and the world's most powerful individuals will benefit down the line from this disaster. The trouble is, by then, me and you, unless we're very, very careful, will be focusing on the conspiracy theory or the tragedy of 2024 or 2025. So for now, let's focus on those that are truly suffering. The people of Hawaii who have lost their lives and who have lost their homes. But let's not get so caught up in grief that we forget how these disasters are exploited by the powerful that benefit from a system that seems to be advantaged every time there's a disaster for ordinary people. Amen to that. That's exactly right. And we're starting to see it all the time. And you know what? Now he's being attacked. There's there, somebody's claiming that he w- he raped somebody 15 years ago. So yeah. It's always an old, old case, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and right? he's being accused of saying something, too. So we're not yeah. going to have time to watch this whole thing. But let's watch the first part of this. And I just want to show you something. Look at... He mm-hmm. is scared of his government, and he needs help. And he's showing us stuff that nobody else wanted to show or could show because they blocked out the Internet, and this guy somehow got... Um, remote connection at the top of the hill and and was able to get this information out early on after the fire. So just take a look at this first one here. Okay, guys, I'm scared and I need your help. So this is going to be the last video that I upload of the day. I have a ton of content that I'm about to hike to the top of the hill and upload, but this will be the last video because it's very important to me that people watch this video. So I'm probably uploading more content about this whole thing than anybody else who's actually here on the ground is able to upload. But there are still many, many things that I'm not able to show that it's really not the right time to show. I've spoken to many people that were in this neighborhood while everything was being burned to the ground and saw the 100-foot flames, saw what was burning, saw what the catalyst was, how everything went, what the real story was. And most of these people don't want to say anything at all on the record about this. And that should be proof enough to you that... There's something that they're hiding, obviously. So as we watch the rest of this video, we'll just talk through the fact that this is obviously something very, very, very dark. And the conspiracy theory was that there were these lasers coming from the sky and blah, blah, blah. So we're going to go ahead and scroll on down and take a look at some of this technology real quick on this Truman's Matrix episode. Let's scroll down and see what this guy has to say. This guy's trying to make fun of his idiot friend. His idiot friend is one who just is trying to say that 
this blue laser came down and burned everybody's vehicle and house except those that were blue, like blue cars and blue roofs. That's what this idiot friend was saying. So here we are. We're going to prove that these, these lasers don't really actually burn things because they're just lights. They don't actually burn things, right? Let's, let's watch this demonstration that proves that these lasers are just, uh, just lasers. We have a mutual friend that is a bit of a conspiracy theorist and he has been going on about how the Maui fires were caused by direct energy weapons. And since I have technically a miniature direct energy weapon in the form of a laser, this is a 1500, 1500 watt laser, so tiny in the grand scheme of things. I just want to show him that that's ridiculous and uh, it doesn't work. So you see that red dot right there? That's where the laser beam is going to shoot and it's, it's not going to do anything. See, he's an idiot. Safe is on. <laughs> sure. Notice how there's a screaming noise there? Yeah, squeal. Uh -huh. A squeal or a screaming noise? Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah, let's let's scroll down. So there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a really long, uh, not a really long piece here, but uh, something that this person had also tweeted uh, that is trying to expose this indoctrination. So if you want to know how to destroy a nation without any soldiers or weapons, you go after the youth, you demoralize them, addict them to social media, obliterate their cognitive skills with environmental toxins, and then force both parents to work to survive so they rarely see or talk to their kids. The only source of socialization is listening to influencers on the internet and woke teachers at school. They're learning all the wrong things and being poisoned at the same time while also being traumatized by the government and MSN with contrived pandemics and being forced to wear masks and being scared of something invisible 24-7. Mm. You can read the rest of that article there. I'm fired up about it, but you can read the rest of that right there on our blog, right under news, on diggingdeepertv.com. But you're gonna, we're going to scroll down and hopefully we put this um, video in here. This is the company that had tweeted it. It was inversionism, and they were saying, this is how you destroy a nation, something I just read to you, and you can read that whole article above. But Yuri Bezmenov explained the ideological subversion of America decades ago, and we've got that in the YouTube video right here on the screen. Let's go ahead and listen to that. Well, you spoke several times before about ideological subversion. That is a phrase that uh, I'm afraid some Americans don't fully understand. When uh, the Soviets use the phrase ideological subversion, what do they mean by it? Ideological subversion is, is the process which is legitimate, overt, and open. You, you can see it with your own eyes. All, all you have to do, all American mass media has to do, is to unplug their bananas from their ears, open up their eyes, and they can see it. There is no mystery. There is nothing to do with espionage. I know that espionage intelligence gathering looks more romantic. It sells more deodorants through the advertising, probably. That's why your Hollywood producers are so crazy about James Bond type uh, of, of thrillers. But in reality, the main emphasis of the KGB is not in the area of intelligence at all. According to my uh, opinion and opinion of many defectors of my caliber, 
only about 15% of time, money, and manpower is spent on espionage as such. The other 85% is a slow process, which we call either ideological subversion or active measures, activne meropriyatia in the language of, of the KGB, or psychological warfare. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interests of defending themselves, their families, their community, and their country. It's a great brainwashing uh, process which goes very slow and it's divided in, in four basic stages. Uh, the first one being demoralization. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. Why that many years? Because this is the minimum number of years which requires to uh, educate one generation of students in the country of, of, of your enemy, exposed to the ideology of the enemy. In other words, Marxism-Leninism ideology is being pumped into the soft heads of, of, of at least three generations of American students without being challenged or counterbalanced by the basic values of Americanism, American patriotism. The result, the result you can see, most of the people who graduated in the 60s, dropouts or half-baked intellectuals, are now occupying the positions of power in the government, civil service, business, mass media, educational system. You are stuck with them. You cannot get rid of them. They are contaminated. They are programmed to think and react to certain stimuli in a certain pattern. You cannot change their mind, even if you, if you expose them to authentic information, even if you prove that white is white and black is, uh, is black. You still cannot change the basic perception and the logic of behavior. <laughs> We're just sitting here laughing. You just can't. You just, you can't. You tell them black is black and white is white and they'll argue with you. <laughs> Does that sound like today? <laughs> Speaking of black and white. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Let's listen. Oh, let's, here we go. If you want to know what the culture is saying, then you turn to YouTube, right? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not the advice we would have given when we were growing up. However, the two cats below have taken the world by storm. Uh, climate change, eh? <laughs> um, no, there's no BS in these guys. They tell it like it is. And this is their newest collaboration that debuted today called Race War. And they're not going to bait us in this. Mm -mm. It's okay to be racist as long as you hate on the Caucasians. Teaching white kids that their shades the same as school shooters and rapists. Maybe I'm tripping because the white children have been getting taught that they got white privilege by the white guys in the high heels who identify as the white women. I'm not proud to be white, but I'm fine with it because I'm not allowed to have pride in it because the colonizers and the white biggest made white history my business. I ain't never going to give a damn if you like me. Trip when they stereotype me. I'm a white boy and a white boy like me knows that all lives matter. Fight me. When I was younger, they taught me to never see color, to treat every man as if he was my brother. But now that we're grown up, we hate one another for all of the ways that we struggle and suffer. They come for blood we run it for cover. The government wants us divided and dumb or addicted and drunk in the gutter, so we never wake up and never recover. Call me culture vulture because I rap good. I don't pop jams or smoke backwoods, but they call me a wigger and label me Hitler and hate like I'm wearing a clan hood. It ain't left or right or black or white, it's good and evil. Elite folks hate normal people. United we stand and divide we fall. America, we gotta get real. You were segregated, that was not fair. You were enslaved, they did not care. But you were never on a plantation, and my generation was not there. That's trauma in your DNA, causing what we see today. I pray to God you staying strong, don't wanna see no man in pain. Your white folks 
I'm embarrassed. Some of y'all are such Karens. That prejudice you inherited was racism from your parents. Get that poison out your veins. Whites and blacks are all the same. They want us in our graves. Just let me try to explain. I swear they want us in a race for dying every day for whose lives That's their second album together, Brave 2. The first one was Brave, and it's a collaboration with Adam Calhoun and Tom McDonald. But now, Andy, I think let's move on over to what Tom had to say there. I had an article I wanted to show you. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> now, that was, that was Tom talking about the race war, Tom and Adam, but there's their other thing that we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. That's the issue of this supposed lost fighter jet. Now, we say it's all a distraction, but obviously they're up to something because we have a news report from Havana, Cuba, claiming that an F-35 landed there, but of course neither government is talking. And uh, before we have more wisdom from Tom, I'm really hoping that we have the eyewitness. Do we have the eyewitness in here too? Oh, 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 no, no, don't show him that yet. Oh, 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 who is that? Oh, I think, did we find the fighter jet? No, don't do that. I'll look in here in the article. And let's just go ahead and play 
what Tom had to say, and I'm hoping that we have the eyewitness about the crash. Okay, let me check out here. So go ahead and play this from Tom McDonald. Hey guys, the president needs your help to find a missing airplane. Surprising? Not really. This is the same guy who couldn't find the person who left cocaine in the White House. He couldn't find the pedal on his bike. He can't find a better vice president than this asshole. He can't find his balance. He can't find a fast enough method to give all of our money to the Ukraine. He can't find the time to take a break from the beach and go visit those people suffering in Hawaii. He can't find the balls to stand up to China. He must not be able to find those little lines on maps. You know, borders? Because right now, America practically doesn't have any. I'd honestly be surprised if this guy could find his way to the bathroom in the morning. He shits in bed. If I can't find all my information for my taxes every year, you put me in jail. You lost a fucking flying war machine with machine guns attached to it. Look, if the thing crashed or went missing, fine. Don't announce it to the whole world and then ask the people who can't decide which bathroom to use to help you find it. Just figure it out, man. Look, if you know where your keys are, but you don't know where the fucking fighter jet went, you can't be president. You guys never find shit. But you will be able to find my brand new music video this Friday at 9 a.m. <laughs> He's always so good at transitioning into his next video, which we've already seen. You, you noticed the video we saw earlier? That was Race War that debuted today. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we also, we were hoping to have the video in there. Let me get back to the page here. Uh, we're going to refresh Truman's Matrix and see if we had this last video before we go. That's two other things we want to close well, out with. Well, I do have, I do have it over here, I think. You have it over there? Okay. Well, let's go ahead and show them the picture up on the screen that you'd passed by real quick while you're pulling that up. Okay. We'll, we'll see that fighter jet because actually we, fi <laughs> we figured out well, we figured out where it was. We actually found the fighter jet, so we don't want you guys to worry anymore. <clears throat> we found the fighter jet, so <clears throat> if you'll pull that up, on the, is that on the screen by chance? Let's take a peek and make sure that's up there. On the screen. Oh, can you figure out who that is? <laughs> oh, all right. We'll take calls now. Anybody know who that might be? We found that fighter jet. Okay, and Andy's going to pull up this okay. video of okay. the eyewitness. This is the. This is going to be seven minutes here, I think, of the Bubba Show, the Rick and Bubba Show. <laughs> Y'all ever heard of the Rick and Bubba Show? <laughs> wow, we're going to have some fun here for the last seven minutes. I know we're going a little bit over, but Truman's Matrix is a mess tonight. It is. It's a mess. All right. Five updates today, and uh, Bubba, we, uh, uh, we... You know, this has been a very disturbing story. Well, yeah, that is, we Bubba. can lose yeah. this kind of airplane. Uh, Bubba, we have what we've all been waiting on, and that, of course, is an eyewitness. No, oh, oh my goodness! Uh, I, I can't. Do we think it. this guy was really an eyewitness, or well, you decide. He thinks he is. WSAV on your side. On your side. Let's just say this: he thinks he was an eyewitness. Yeah. Okay, so maybe he Play was. Maybe up. he was. This is in uh, rural South I had a Carolina. To talk to a man who lives out here. He told me he actually heard the plane as it was oh, flying boy. past Bubba, his house and crashing this. nearby, but he didn't know what it was. I'm almost October six. I'll, I'll be seventy-two years old. Randolph White retired from his job at the paper mill in Georgetown 10 years ago. He lives in this house with his wife in a very rural area of Williamsburg County. Well, it's nice and quiet and peaceful. And I don't, I, I don't have to worry about people to, you know, close up tight. You know, I like space. He loves living about two miles away space. from where he grew Black up. Space. Space. Normally space. it's pretty quiet, but on Sunday afternoon. I was in the, uh, 
in, in the bathroom taking a shave. Oh, oh my God. And I a, a screeching, <laughs> sorry, between a screech and a whistle. Oh. I said, what in the world is this? And I heard a boom in my whole house. Sure. White says he didn't realize it was a plane at the time, so he didn't call anybody. First thought came to me, I said, must what, see the meteorite come out of space or something? Meteorite out of space. Yeah. And I said, well, if the airplane, it needed to be reported, but the thing was flying just too low. So yesterday evening, I said, the helicopters, I'm out there walking, and choppers keep flying around. I said, well, somebody must, somebody must have robbed a banker, killed some people or whatever. I walked up there, he told me it was about the plane. The F-35B airplane wreckage created an extensive debris field. The wreckage is located off Old Georgetown Road. Military security is very tight with numerous red and white signs on the side of the road that read, no trespassing. This area has been designated a national defense area. Wow. Shot through the grace of God, nobody didn't get hurt. Because the church right up there, about a half mile. About a mile of Old Georgetown Road will be closed for an unknown period of time. Anything man made can malfunction, you know, so you try to give them the benefit of the doubt. But it, it needs to be investigated, and the public needs to know what really happened. You know, it, it, it shouldn't be kept a secret what happened. Tell it. Because, you know, it could have been a major disaster. That was a major, remember major disaster. The, the, so many questions. So many the, first, to the first signs we had of it, the first pictures that I saw, was on TikTok. Yeah. Owned by the Chinese. All right, first of all, what does he have on? What is this yeah, vest sure he has on? What, what, what what's its function? Uh, right. Okay. I love the straw hat. I, I dig the hat. I love the hat. I love his energy. When oh, yeah. he said I was in the bathroom taking a shave, yeah. Yeah. That, was, oh, boy. That, that, that and him, him giving us the sound of the plane was my two highlights. You know, and um, that, that the, I, I, I love, I love an eyewitness as much as I love anything we ever do. <laughs> I just talking about the genuine article. Craig, I love an eyewitness. Yeah, for sure. Definitely, that is a funny, funny clip there. And uh, let's listen to John Kirby, see what he says. I was in the, uh, in the machine. I heard a, a screeching. How'd it go? Saw that between a screech and a whistle. <laughs> So I thought that was a great uh, quote from John Kirby there. Uh, Sorry, I didn't have it ready to go. Pentagon spokesperson. Yeah, yeah. I think he's better than John Kirby. I'll be honest with you. He gave us more information than Kirby. <laughs> Let's see if Kirby he believes the sound. Let me ask you about the F-35. How does the U.S. military lose a $100 million plane? That will be something that they will investigate. Uh, believe me, after every aviation mishap, the Pentagon does what the Pentagon does. They'll investigate it to try to get the answers on what happened. Um, and uh, they'll also, I'm sure, look at their own search and recovery efforts of the aircraft itself to see um, whether that was conducted uh, in uh, uh, in all the appropriate ways. They'll, they'll, they'll investigate this. And as the Defense Department always does, they'll be transparent about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, sure, sure. Oh, that's yeah. so funny. Oh, Hey, let me ask y'all this. Have you seen the record? All right. Yeah, that's just nonsense. Obviously, that's not going to work. Uh, the government, the State Department, is going to be transparent about this? Did I hear him say that? Okay, that's obviously a lie there. So we're going to stop that and tell you right now that there's an American patriot who escaped this tyranny, and this lady... Let's Merrick Garland, this supposed attorney general that we have, this uh, uh, Gestapo chief, 
Uh, she lets him have it here. Listen to this. Woo! This is a good one. Attorney General, you had a very moving statement about your grandparents coming here uh, from Belarus to live in the country without fear of prosecution. I grew up in very similar country, Ukraine now, and when I came here as a young person, I believed in the value as an American not to be afraid of my government. But I wanted to tell you, and I want to share with you and get your thoughts on that. Are you aware that a lot of Americans are now uh, afraid of being prosecuted by your department? Are you aware about that? Are you aware of that? I'm just saying, are you aware or not? Uh, I think that uh, constant attacks on the department and saying no, it's that... It's not attacks. Well, let me, let me give you an example. I don't know we talk what... about January 6th. Sorry? Here, there, there, some people came on January 6th. There are probably were some people that came on January 6th here, you know, that had bad intent. But a lot of good Americans from my district came here because they are sick and tired of this government not serving them. They came with strollers and the kids, and there was chaotic situation because the proper security wasn't provided. That's a question that was answered really why. Why we debated for 45 minutes on the floor and didn't stop the debate after the people broke in into the Capitol. But these people came, they were throwing the smoke bombs into the crowd with strollers with kids. People were showed up, you know, FBI agent to people's houses. You had in my district, in my town, FBI phone numbers all over the district. Please call. Call that. People are truly afraid. I just want to make sure if you're not aware that you are. And this is a big problem when people are afraid of their own government. And I'll show you some other things. We're talking about justice system. I don't question. You're probably not a bad person. I don't know you. But what I'll tell you, you're in charge of the department. And people right now feel, you know, I look at Durham report and I call on the FISA violations of queries of millions of Americans, right? It's like KGB, but when I read Durham reports, we have this, you have a nice, you know, playbook. First, let's have a special counsel, and then you don't have to answer any questions here. Then, let's extend slow work investigation on Hillary Clinton, on Hunter, Everything is slow walk. We were very quick on Donald Trump, but you were very slow walk. Then, by the time, you know, that investigation and its statute of limitation expired, and all of your agents need to be tested for amnesia. No one recalls anything. Okay, you probably should have as part of your hiring policy. So no one held accountable, which was egregious what happened, you know, in that report. When I read with them, I can't believe it happened in the United States of America. This is... My frustration, I'll be honest with you. Then, it's very interesting, you know, regardless what it is, even people in Obama administration raise concerns. You know, how can President Sands be serving on, you know, corrupt Ukrainian oligarchs? Do you understand that it actually can undermine the one Ukrainian effort and policy? I think these concerns were raised. The Obama administration didn't do anything about it. These people are dying right now, and Americans don't trust this president. So you, I want to ask you one thing. You know, as you, you know, I don't need answer because I know you're not going to, but I think you're probably a good American, and you care. And a lot of these people are so afraid they cover up this stuff, I think, in your department because they're embarrassed. 
that what we became as a country to say that what our Department of Justice became. That allows Russians to do propaganda in Chinese. It allows them to destabilize our country. That is danger to our republic. It is significant danger. And I have just one more question from you. You know, I mean, I agree on corporate crimes and FISA stuff, even with Democrats, that we need to do a better job. One more question for you. Do you believe that, you know, you talk about rights to vote, but do you believe that only U.S. citizens should be voting in this election and doing anything to make sure that only eligible people vote in elections? Yes and yes. Okay, I would like to see that, what you do. Thank you. Kneel back. Wow. wow. Yeah. She really was on fire. She let him have it, and all he could say was yes and yes, because that's all he can say right now. Yep. Oh, yes, boy. <laughs> Time to close out Truman's Matrix. Yes. And that's going to do it for this edition of Truman's Matrix, a podcast built around the craziest headlines around the world, a production of Digging Deeper Media, owned by Hale Multimedia. You can find Digging Deeper with Brian Hale on your favorite podcast network or visit all of our podcasts under one roof at diggingdeeper.us. And one more thing. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.